Yo, welcome back. Episode um, 117, I think, of my show, Franco's World. It has been like almost two weeks since my last episode, and it's been killing me every day. Again, I'm working the rebrand thing, and it's just like a lot, and it irks me every day that I haven't put out an episode. I'm like, I'm getting left behind, you know? I've put out 116 other quality, well, uh, 116 other episodes. And I can't, for the life of me, get this one out correctly. And I got to level with you guys. I tried to put one out on Sunday. It was uh, Sunday night football was going on. I was like, all right, done watching this. I don't care. I'm getting killed. NFL gambling. I'm going to go downstairs, do a podcast real quick in my bed. Because I thought it'd be a funny idea to lie in bed and do like a... I don't even know what I was thinking. Okay. And then I had the idea, I was like, oh, next time I get a girlfriend, she can be in bed with me on Sunday nights and and we can recap our weekend. She can ridicule me and that'd be funny. Wouldn't that be funny? I don't know why I had that idea. And so I tried it solo. Uh, Doesn't work good when it's solo. Gonna have to level with you guys on that one. Not good. So much stuff has happened in the past two weeks that it's hard for me to recap everything in in this 30-minute episode. There's no video today, by the way. Give me no video. Um, I, I want to run it old school. You know what I mean? So just audio only. I threw the roommates and I threw a party on Saturday. And what a party it was. It was better than my party. I'll admit it. Uh, in some aspects. Some aspects, the party that I threw when no one was here was better. Uh, the DJ was better at my party. The vibes, probably better at this party. The amount of people, better at this party the just sheer madness better at this party however you know that's the second time i've ever thrown a party so i'm not mad at myself for that but uh yeah this party was uh you know pretty good uh let's recap it here um i was sitting there before everybody came over i was sitting watching west virginia lose another football game and my god my god this mountaineer team is just killing me i'm honestly about to punt on the year i might not watch another game I'm serious. That Oklahoma loss, I hope none of the roommates listen to this. I gotta I gotta be honest, folks. Uh after that Oklahoma loss, and I don't get mad and lash out in anger, but I heel struck the coffee table. You know, I was sitting right there and I gave it up like that. And a glass might have fallen off the coffee table and shattered into a billion pieces onto the floor. But I cleaned it up. Okay, we're down one glass, but I cleaned it up. All right? So that happened because it's just we do these dumb mental errors where we get out of like media timeouts and we go up to the line on first down and we have to call timeout because we don't know the play. And then we're subbing quarterbacks in and out. And you think an offense, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. There's that saying, you know, and, and I don't like to harp on, let's face it, kids. You know, these are these are college students. I'm older than all of them now at this point. I don't want to ridicule them. I don't want to harp on them because they're trying very hard. It's just. I mean, the quarterback situation is not good. And us as West Virginia fans have been absolutely blessed with great quarterbacks or quarterback guru coaches. You know what I mean? Like, think about it like this. Like, Pat White was an an incredible player. He was a legendary player for West Virginia. Pat White, the offense was made for Pat White. You know what I mean? That That speed option, the spread option, that's all Pat White. Then we get Air Raid with Dana Holgerson and Geno Smith, who can sling it. 
Dana Holgerson made Clint Trickett look like a god. Skylar Howard won 10 games as a quarterback, and we all hated him. Jared Dagey can't throw the ball eight yards. I mean, what are we doing? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And I really like Neil Brown, and I want to like him because we're bringing in these great recruits, and that's to me, that's how you win in college. You know, just bringing in better athletes than the other team. But maybe it's not. Maybe I need to rethink my theory because look at Texas. Look at USC, these big powerhouse programs that suck. You know what I mean? We would always beat Texas. Well, every other year we'd beat Texas, and they'd bring in significantly higher rated players than we did. It makes no sense. The Mountaineers are killing me. When does basketball season start? And it is fun to hear fellow comics around the scene being like, oh, you went to West Virginia, Bobby Huggins, that's the guy. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, yo, he's a legend. My buddy Ryan O'Toole, when his, in his Boston accent, he was like, he's a legend, dude. He's a legend. And I'm like, yeah, he is. Like, I need Bob Huggins. Like, I don't like to let the way games are played dictate my mood. However, if West Virginia doesn't win a national championship this year in basketball, I will be very sad. I'm just putting that out there. I've only been just absolutely beside myself sad after a few West Virginia losses. The 13-9 loss in 2007, where if West Virginia wins, you get a cakewalk national championship game with the best team ever. You know what I mean? Best team ever. Best team ever assembled, as Pat McAfee would put it. I don't know if he said that, actually. Okay? You have that. The loss last year to Syracuse in the NCAA tournament, that one really hurt me. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because we were significantly higher ranked than Syracuse and, and we hadn't seen the the zone all year. And it's like, oh, well, now we're seeing the zone and now Syracuse is killing us. That one that one shook me up. Me and Grant TB and uh, uh, Garrett Daly sitting there watching. You know, very upset. And then the other loss where I was visibly shook up for at least a couple hours. Might shock you. 2019 baseball regional, baseball, yeah, it was baseball regional, Morgantown regional. We're hosting the regional, which means we're the number one seed. We are winning the game by three runs in the ninth inning. Bases loaded, two outs, full count, our closing pitchers, and he's already thrown 40-some pitches. His arm is, is is rubber by now because he's thrown the whole tournament. And we give up a walk-off grand slam. After And I, and I knew that's what's going to happen because that's what just happens with West Virginia athletics. You know, I'm numb to it at this point. But it, And it's weird because it's just a baseball game. Most people only care about football and basketball. But for me, because I love baseball and I knew that we had a really good team, heck, our ace pitcher, Alec Manoa, is lighting it up in the big leagues right now. You could have ridden that arm to a championship. Anyways, I remember I was in Allentown at the time, living there. After we gave up that home run, I went into my bedroom and shut the door and laid on the ground until the sun went down. Literally, (laughs) laid on the ground until the sun went down. And I was like, okay, now it's getting too dark in my room. Now I have to turn the lights on. I remember that. That's what happened. I don't know how this... Oh, yeah, we were talking about the party, and then I got off track. All right, let's talk about the party. The party was great. So many people there. met a lot of uh, new friends and faces. Um, one thing that bothered me, 
Actually, I had a lot of things bother me because you know me. You know I'm a nice guy. And you know I'm all about quality customer care and quality customer service. You know? Say new people come to the house. Girls have bags. Don't know where to put them. Put them in my room for safekeeping. It's fine. Okay? I let a few girls do that. I go around the party. I come back in my room to get something. I see a few things in my, in my room have been rearranged, and I didn't like that. Maybe it was an accident. I don't know. Who's to say? My joke notebook had been looked through. That's embarrassing because those jokes, not good. You know? And then I find a blunt wrap, a wrapper on my ground. I don't even smoke weed. People are just going to leave trash in my room. Drug paraphernalia. <laughs> Sound like a cop. This is this is uh, paraphernalia. <laughs> is that even, are blunt wraps even paraphernalia? God. No, I mean, just like, come on. Like, I'm looking at it. I haven't even picked it up out of spite. It's by my door right now. There's two pieces of trash I have not picked up. The party was Saturday. I'm looking at them. I have not picked them up out of spite in hopes that somehow, one way or another, these people are going to come back and pick up their trash. It's a tag for an item of clothing that is $7. So that's great. Uh, The party was great. Again, you know me. Proactively cleaning people, dropping cans and stuff like that. I'm putting them up. And we were playing flip cup. Folks, I might be the best flip cup player of all time. They had me be the anchor leg and it's getting down to me. And I'm just like, and, and, and the way we play it up here, it's like survivor. So it's like people can get voted off your team. And so say you have to use three cups or two cups. And I'm just like, bang, 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 one try. And it's people think flip cup. Do you think you have to, you know, flip it? No. Just get a half rotation. That's it. You know, this is a 180. Just bump. Just a little love tap. Give a little love tap. Little little love tap. That's it. it you don't have to. You don't have to smash it. Just give a little love tap. You know. Let physics take over. People don't understand that when they're playing flip cup. They think they have to absolutely mash it. It's not true at all. So uh, party's going great. My buddy Abby Shank stayed after. Uh, playing music oh dude i'll talk about this i don't care they're not my i mean like i'm nice to them and yeah we're we're, i guess we could be acquaintances but they're not my friend um dude two people hooked up on my roof and that is gross they were hammered drunk and i'm gonna publicly make fun of them on this episode dude these people uh they i mean they were just missing you know we hadn't seen them forever and they're on the roof and whispers murmurs flying through the party i think somebody's hooking up on the roof and the party's dying down you know I, I cut the lights outside me and my buddy are out there playing music you know and i go inside and my one of my roommates goes yo do you want to check on the roof to see if anybody's up there and i climb halfway i see this girl you know with fogged up glasses staring at me i go hello and she goes hi and i was like are you guys good yeah we're good yeah yeah okay and then i climb back down the ladder and say yeah there's people up there and then his girlfriend climbs up there later and says that somebody was pulling pants up uh when she saw them and then you know later when they exit my roof dude the one guy is hammered drunk and he's just (sighs) trying to walk around the house like this (sighs) like an idiot okay and then they fell asleep on the couch 
his head was his head was in her crotch. We were all just sitting there on the couch, like playing music and and laughing and eating. And he's just sitting there, just like, <sighs> like just like. <laughs> I mean, dude, like have some respect for the house. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you think like, oh, what a magical evening you're gonna hook up on my rooftop. Oh, what a magical spot. The whole entire neighborhood of Yorkville can see you and your mediocre sex game on my roof. Enjoy that. You know, and I hope you I hope you had fun up there. That's great. I might I might extend a non-invite to the make make it known that, that person's not invited to the party next time. Um, let's see. One dude, uh, one dude clogged the toilet. Uh, not the not the drunk guy. One dude clogged the toilet. OK, got away with it clean. I actually fixed the toilet because that's what I could do. I'm good at fixing things. OK um fixed it we have two bathrooms one of them was out of commission for a little bit until handyman frank stepped in he leaves i mean he's gone you know he leaves he comes back the next day or a couple days after because criminals always return to the scene of the crime and he like he left something and then he apologized for clogging the toilet and and one of my roommates was like i had no idea that was you buddy got off scot-free and came back and confessed and guess what? Now he's probably not getting an invite next time. He was free. He got out of it. He just screwed himself. This just shows to go, you folks, that you need to keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything to anybody about anything. My dad always told me that lesson. My dad, being a public speaker, said, never let them know how easy or how hard it is. You know what I mean? If you do really well, man, that looked easy. And in your mind, you're like, oh, that was so hard. Just be like, no, yeah, you know, another day. If you sucked, you know, oh, well, another day. And then I've sucked a lot. No, uh, see, just kidding. Never let them know how easy or hard you have it. Okay. My dad taught me that one. But that guy got off scot-free, clogged the toilet, got out of here, you know, like a thief in the night. It's unreal. What else happened at that party? Do we, they played Country Roads for me. I appreciate that. One of my roommate's friends, she put that on for me. And I took a video of everybody singing. It was great. A ton of people out there singing. And my Instagram like malfunctioned as I was uploading the video. It was going to be an all-time video for my Instagram story. All 200 plus people that watched that. It was going to be a great video for everyone. And it got ruined. Um, today, the past few days, I've been having this temp gig at a real estate conference with an unnamed real estate firm, I guess. I don't know. Dude, real estate people, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of nice people. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's a lot of really good people that work in real estate. I, I, I'm actually, I'm positive there is. However, there are so many con artists and scammers in that. And I got to see them every day because I was working uh, at, a, at a section of the, of the event where I meet a lot of people. And... Dude, I got to tell you, I, I, I think the housing market's going to like collapse tomorrow. Everybody's saying the housing market is great you know, for sellers right now. It's a seller's market. I don't know what. I, I'm just lying at that point. But I, they say the housing market's great for somebody. I don't know who, but it's great for somebody. So I guess I'm not wrong there. Do you think they're planning for like, like and they have some big assembly? Do you think they're planning? They're like, okay, well, the housing market's going to crash soon, so here's our exit plan. Everybody sell it off. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like 
all these people are just the worst people you went to high school with, and they wear flashy suits and nice dresses, and they just absolutely cake their face in makeup. Um, I tell you what, though, because I'd met a lot of people from a lot of different states, I will I will say this. Like the people from Arkansas were very nice. The people from Idaho were very nice. People from Hawaii, very nice. The people from Miami, worst people in the world. The people from Miami were so arrogant. I mean, obviously, they were so bad. Did not enjoy any of the people from Miami. I don't know, man. I I don't think I could ever get into real estate because of the personalities in there. Because all the all like the young dudes that work in real estate all want to be like. Jordan Belfort, you know, they probably have posters of him on their wall. And all they do is just develop the drug dependency part of that character. And that's it. Like people are trying to be Jordan Belfort. Dude, you sell homes in Utah. You're not going to be Jordan Belfort. You sell homes in Salt Lake City. Okay. You're not pumping penny stocks on Wall Street. You're wearing cheap suits and cheap watches. I know watches. I wear a cheap one. I know cheap ones. Your watch may look, it has a big face, and it may have some, you know, big handles, big hands on it. But it's fake. It's not real. Just like you. Just like the whole real estate game. Just like most marketing things. It's fake and it's not real. I've been in a lot of interviews lately for a lot of different things, a lot of marketing stuff and consulting stuff and this and that and the other. And all you have to do is just lie and make it up. You know? Like, they asked Bruce Springsteen one time, Bruce, you tell all these stories of American hardships and you paint these beautiful pictures of Americana. You're a classic rock icon, a great storyteller, and everyone loves you. How did you do it? What was your inspiration? And Bruce goes, I made it up. So in that philosophy, folks, let's just character act the type of person we want to be because it's all fake, okay? Now, it might take a person like me to be able to see through that. However... This, such as real estate, you're going to fool some people. You know? Realtors do sell houses sometimes. What is the worst joke I saw this week? Hmm. You know what's funny? Uh, I, I scrapped that Sunday episode because I thought I sounded too pretentious. And then I do this one. I'm out of practice, though. So I can't be mad because it's reps and I need to do it. Oh, sweet. I just got a text, dude. I get to run a uh, mic tonight. Let's go. Let's go. Love that for me. Things are moving, folks. Things are moving. I got a few comedy spots tonight and I am pumped up. I am pumped up. Okay. Uh, let's change gears. Worst joke I saw this week. Um, dude, when... And it's mostly guys that do this. I don't actually don't think I've ever seen a girl do this. And I don't and I'm not on Venmo as a social media platform. I've been on Venmo a lot the past few days because I'm moving money around because I'm a gambler. I tell you the dumbest thing I've seen 
on Venmo. Venmo. When, they, when you open your app, like three things are on there. So you see them. You know what I mean? But people that use Venmo as if it were a social media platform and try to be like funny on Venmo as like, like say like your guy roommates are trying to pay rent and you say like, what if I put hookers in the, I want to restart that. I want to restart that. Cause that, that is a good idea. You you're just paying your electric bill and instead of saying like electricity or bills, you can even put bills with a Z and I'm not going to chastise you over it. But if you're like hookers, strippers and cocaine, I don't know. I haven't thought of an, I haven't thought of another tag. And you put that like in the description and you're like, dude, when somebody opens Venmo, they're going to love that dude, 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 you know, what would be hilarious. Do you know what would be hilarious? Bro. What if, what if, Instead of saying electricity bill, I said pride parade tickets. How funny would that be? That'd be so funny, bro. That might be the best joke of the year. People think that. People have these thoughts. And honestly, I envy them. Because I wish I had that mindset where I could just be an idiot. I wish I had that. You know what I mean? I think I'd be a lot happier if I didn't have total spatial awareness. If I wasn't constantly looking over my shoulder at my surroundings and constantly worried about how I was being perceived, I'd probably have a lot more fun in life. You know, probably it'd probably be a lot more carefree. Probably say whatever I wanted to say without worry of repercussion. God. Oh, dude. So here's what here's the here's what happened to me with the with the gig with the real estate people. So today was the final day of it. All right. Today is Wednesday. I'm putting this out the same day. I go, I catch the train, seven o'clock at my place, head down to Times Square. It's great working under the the billboards and the neon lights, working in Times Square at some undisclosed location. And I get there, 7.30, and I'm working until like 8.45. I go upstairs to get a, you know, like a protein bar and a water, get the day going. And uh, I get a phone call from my recruiting agency. And they say, hey. You're uh you're actually not needed today. I said, well, I'm already here. And they said, uh, but you're not on the schedule. And I said, I have the email. Give me one moment to pull it up. Yep, I'm scheduled all day today. Well, you're not on ours. So yeah. And I'm like, well, what's the procedure? You can just go home. Well, I'm working. Well, you're not on the schedule. Okay. And then I leave and I had to say goodbye to uh, this gentleman I met. I'm going to leave his name out of it, but he's a very nice British gentleman who happened to be an Olympic high jumper uh, from back in the day. And he was really cool. Really, really cool guy. And there was, you know, all the other guys I worked with in that section were really cool too. But uh, yeah, it was a bummer. I was hoping to hang out with them today, watch some soccer, some soccer streams on laptops because today was just going to be an easy day. But yeah, man, that, that cost me some money and I'm upset. But my main recruiter who's out today, uh, she... Um, sent me a personal message and did a couple other nice things for me as a sweetener. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of that, but I just, I mean, I would like to be able to say what happened. You know what I mean? So that's what happened. So I, I went in, worked a couple hours and they said, no, you, you don't get paid for a half day. You have to leave. Ugh, killer. 
I got another interview later this week for a different job. And then I might honestly like there's this bar down the road. I kind of want to be a bartender at my buddy. One of my comedian friends uh, is a bartender there. And uh, I'll say his name if he wants his name. So I don't hear next time. But like he was telling me like what the situation was, what the vibe like it is, what the vibe is like. And I went in there and I was like, dude, it's it's great. It's great vibe. You know what I mean? And uh, I just. I don't know. He was telling me how much I could bring in. And I'm like, dude, that would be great. That'd be perfect. And have optimum time to do stand up. I'm just really worried that I get these office gigs because I've been mentally drained. I've been working from 730 to 5 or 6 p.m. And I'm just like gassed and I'm still grinding and doing stand up. But it's like I'd much rather have some I'd like rather have some more time to do stand up because I'm doing a lot and it's great. And I think maybe that's why the pot has been lacking. Uh, because I've just been focused on that, uh, you know, just going every every night, a couple times a night, trying to get some new material out there, squeezing every little bit of funny I can from whatever conversation I have with somebody, meeting a ton of faces, getting around. That's what it's all about, man. And it's really fun. I feel great. I feel great. Really love it up here. Really love all the comics that I met. They're all great people. Um, it just feels good to like be a part of the community. And if you're around enough, you get to be in the fraternity, which is the goal for me. Um, it's great. So I feel really good about that. And I can't wait to see what's in store for me there. Let's talk about... Dude, I had something really good. I had something really good this week. You know what? You know what's always good in podcasts? When people are like, and on stage, when they're like, oh, it was really good, but I forgot it. Okay. My favorite thing right now that a lot of comics are doing, and this is really good, this is this is like super it's super hot in the comedian streets, you know, and if you do this like it's like, dude, like, wow. All right. My favorite jokes are when people get on stage and, you know, they say their stuff and then they're like, I don't have any jokes or they'll finish something and they'll say that wasn't a joke. That was just something I wanted to say. That's really good. That's really good. And if you do that, I think you should keep doing that. I think that'd be really good for your career and it would make you stand out. It'd definitely make you unique as far as a, being a comic goes. If all you did was just like get on stage and you said a series of words and then after the series of words, uh, and maybe it ends in a question, you're like, am I right about that? That wasn't a joke. I just wanted to see if I was right about that. That'd be good. That'd be good. You should, if you do that and you listen to this, please keep doing that. Please keep doing that. So this has been the the least pretentious episode I've ever had in my life, and I just really wanted to get one out there. So maybe it, it was kind of hacked up uh, as far as the content goes and the order of everything. But I really, really want to get get it uh, a new episode out there and. You know, just I'm like, I have to buy a lot more equipment now because I'm excited to rebrand the show, bring on a bunch of comics, have a lot of fun. That's that's really the where I'm sort of trying to take this thing. And, and uh, I just appreciate you being around all this time and, and continuing to listen to me. So uh, please keep taking care of yourselves. I will see you when I see you. And I hope you have a great day.